but it's just it's a chronological yeah. condition, Reggie. Oh, that was <laughs> <laughs> Jenny. I want to pray for you, Jenny. <laughs> well, we all right. We're ready to fly. Hey, should you be at school? Young man, talking to Anthony. Be at school. Hey, should you be at school? Morning. Y'all ready? Yes, sir. We're ready. Good morning. morning, gentlemen. Good morning, men of God. We'd like to welcome you all to the National uh, Men's Prayer Call, uh, where we meet every Tuesday and Thursday from 7 to 7.30 uh, a.m. Central Time. As you can see, when you when we come on, we, we're just having a ball uh, and just, just a basket moment and just thankful to God that we're able to share land uh, in, in his spirit, man. We just uh, continue to love on each other and just continue to uplift each other. And today uh, we have a dynamic uh, speaker, a young man that's joining us today, uh, Mr. Andre Patterson. I think that this is his first time on. Uh, so we're going to get out of the way and allow him to have his way. But, you know, we always have to open up with our prayer and our introduction and just welcome everybody to the National Men's Prayer Call. So if you're joining us today, uh, invite somebody else. Uh, we have uh, Facebook. We also have, we're on the Zoom live. So if you're on Facebook, share and allow other brothers and uh, other young ladies to come in. And like I said, this is a platform that's on a national level. So it's, we're open to everybody, you mean, who wants to hear a word, who needs a word uh, this morning. In this quarter, we're still uh, continuing to talk about maturity, decisiveness, consistency, and strength. And uh, this month, we are on decisiveness. And we've had some great uh, speakers uh, thus far, and we look to continue uh, on that path and just providing you with uh, concise and uh, precise uh, information that's going to help us grow and help us continue to develop, not just physically, but mentally and emotionally to deal uh, with those challenges seen and unseen. Uh, so we also like to uh, just uh, speak up uh, for those that are on our prayer list. And we have uh, Brother John uh, Prince, uh, Pastor uh, Derek Raphael and his wife, uh, Reverend Tenner. Uh, we have Dr. Kenneth Green. We have Courtney Field and her family. We know that she spent uh, 50 days in the hospital and now uh, she's, she's home. But we know that uh, the battle is not over. But well, one thing we're going to say, the battle is not theirs, it's the Lord. So we're going to continue to pray, pray for that family and uplift them as they continue to get stronger, as they continue to uh, draw their, draw on the, the strength of the Lord. Uh, it says, if we ask, it shall be given. If we seek, we shall find. <laughs> if you knock, <laughs> it shall be open. Oh, what a God we serve. I just, you know, man, it's just good to serve a God who, who able to uh, take care of all that. So we're just going to go to God in prayer this morning. Uh, just uh, give a prayer over this uh, ministry and just uh, give a prayer uh, collectively over these, over the individuals on this board and that's a part of this ministry. So dear Heavenly Father, we just come this morning uh, as humble as we know how. Uh, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, uh, the God of Jacob, Father God, we know you as uh, the great I am. Uh, Father, we know you as the Alpha and the Omega. Father, we speak of you as being the beginning and the end. Father, we, we've heard you uh, be pronounced as the lily in the valley. 
Father, we, we, the bright and morning star, oh my God, we just thank you, Father, because all of these affirmations, Father God, just continue, Father God, to give us uh, the understanding, Father God, and, and the, the solace we need, Father God, that, that to know that you are there for us, Father God, that we can call on you, Father God, no matter the situation, no matter uh, the problem, Father, no matter the issue, Father God, no matter the concern, we know that we can call on you, Father God, so that we just thank you uh, for allowing us, Father God, to uh, be in your presence, Father. We thank you, Father God, for allowing us to have that connection, Father God. We, we just thank you, Father God, for allowing us to be in this moment, Father God, to fellowship one to another, Father, to just uh, allow your word uh, to go forward on this day, Father, to just allow us to be in a position, Father God, of joy, even in the midst of uh, the trying times, Father God. We, we know that uh, the world, Father God, is in turmoil right now, but yet and still, Father God, you allow at this moment to be at peace, Father God, to just share and bask in your word, Father God, to just draw on that spiritual energy, Father God, that your word provides. So we thank you this morning. Father, we thank you for each and every man that's represented. We thank you for each and every family that's represented on the National Men's Prayer Call. Father, we thank you for allowing us, Father, this opportunity. Father, we thank you, Father, for giving Dr. Kenneth Green, the vision, Father, to create this platform, Father, this outlet for men, Father God, to have a, uh, a means of connection, Father God, a means of uh, transportation, Father God, to just transfer that energy, Father God, to be able to deal with those situations, Father. Sometimes, Father God, we deal with situations and we don't want to allow other people in, but Father God, we've we heard testimonies, Father God, we've heard um, truths, Father God, on this platform that, that speaks to our situation, that speaks to our trials and tribulations that allow us, Father God, to tap into your resources, Father God, that allow us to draw on that spiritual energy, Father God, so that we can be better, Father God, so that we can be empowered, so that we can be uplifted, Father God, so that we can move from one level to the next. Father, we thank you. Father, we just thank you, Father, for this opportunity, Father God, to, to pray, Father God, on your behalf, Father God, because this is not about me, Father God. This is all about you, Father. So I thank you for using me, Father God. I thank you for having me, Father God, to, to stand in uh, your stead, Father God. I thank you for allowing the Holy Spirit to speak through me, Father God. I just thank you, Father, for allowing me this opportunity, Father God, because I know that somebody else could have been anointed for this time, Father God, and for this position, Father God, but you anointed me for this time. You anointed me for this position. And Father, I don't take it lightly, so I just thank you this morning. And Father, we just want to Continue to uplift those families and those individuals on our prayer list, Father. Just uh, continue, Father God, to tell them, Father God, to draw on your word, Father God. Continue, Father God, to tell them to, to, uh, to live in your word, Father God, to meditate in your word, Father God, to just continue to, to, to call on you in prayer, Father God, and watch things change, Father God. Watch those things manifest, Father God as they call them to be, Father God, because we don't come begging, Father God. We come boldly. We come decreeing and declaring, Father God, those things, Father God. We decree healing, Father God. We declare healing, Father God. I declare, Father God, joy in the midst of the troubled time, Father God. I, we decree and, and declare those things, Father God. We believe, Father God, because your word says, walk by and not by sight. And so, Father, that's what we're doing, Father God. We're walking by faith, Father God, and not by sight. Father God, I'm not paying attention to that mountain in my way, Father God. I'm not paying attention to that roadblock that's in the street, Father God. I'm not paying attention, Father God, to the stress. I'm not paying attention to the depression, Father God, because I walk by faith. These things too shall pass, Father God. 
because your words are yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. So, Father God, when I walk through, Father God, I know that on the other side of through is out, Father God. And I, I said earlier, Father God, that you are the beginning and you are the end. So, Father, if you were there in the beginning, you're going to be there on the other side when we come out. So we thank you, Father God, for going through with us. Thank you for uplifting us. Father God, thank you for giving us strength. And Father, on this day, Father God, we pray, Father God, that you allow uh, Mr. Patterson, Father God, to have his way. Father God, remove uh, any negative spirits, Father God, or anything, Father God, that will hinder uh, the word that's going to come on this morning. Father God, allow, Father God, him to take his time, Father God, and allow him, Father God, to share a word with us on decisiveness, Father God, that's going to help us uh, grow mentally, Father God, that's going to help us to become better decision makers, and that's going to speak to our situations or speak to uh, individual situations that's on this platform. Somebody needs this word this morning, Father. And so we thank you for this opportunity. We don't take it for granted. We don't take it lightly. Father, as, as we always say, we love you. We live for you. And Father God, this is our prayer. In your daughter's son, Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, amen and amen. Brothers, we are, again, delighted and excited to be able to be back in your, in your cyberspace, in your digital areas of, um, of devotion. You know, I was looking through the... Um, on the page and saw that we had been receiving a tremendous uh, inflow of, um, of prayer requests and praise reports uh, that they're just thankful that this ministry is here. So we uh, are now consciously uh, responding to all of those prayer requests and those praise reports and those testimonies because God is better than good. And we just want to just be able to give him the glory as he continues to improve our own story. You know, this morning, uh, and I was uh, just doing some uh, some profile hustling on um, on our speaker, Brother Andre. You know, I'm just uh, pretty amazed. Uh, Benny and I met him um, a month or so ago at a, at a private event uh, in uh, in Frisco, and he has a um, a wonderful company that uses healing modalities and uh, some some elite um, health and wellness options that uh, he's trying to make those affordable for the average uh, individual to be able to take advantage of. And uh, they use a red light therapy that uh, increases uh, and has a, a huge spectrum of, uh, of healing uh, potentiality. There's so much so uh, a lot of Olympic uh, trial athletes are coming in and taking advantage of it because it, it gives them a response. It's just so, so incredible. So as, as an entrepreneur, Andre is cutting edge. Uh, he's involved in a, a technology and a, a technique that most people are unaware of, but his decisiveness, he was saying that looking at it, getting all the facts, laying everything on the table, allowed him to make a decision and make it quickly, quickly, swiftly, but at the same time, make it, make it constant. And that decision was that he wanted to bring this vision to pass. So we invited him to come on and talk from several different uh, aspects about this critical, critical element called decisiveness. And you know, this month we're, uh, we're dealing with that as a, as, a, as a core value. There's four core values that God is looking for in every man. And uh, quite coincidentally, that women are looking for in every man. And that's maturity. And we talked about that last month, unpacked it 
powerful. This month is, is decisiveness. Next month is consistency. And then finally that last month is going to be strength. So if you incorporate all of those together, you got a man after God's own heart. No, not perfect, but getting, but being perfected. And the more we are into that spiritually enhanced personal development that comes from the foundation of Christ and we buttress that with, uh, with prayer, my goodness, I promise you, it changes things. So with that being said, it's our honor, privilege, and pleasure to bring before you our new friend and your new friend, Mr. Andre Patterson. Mr. Patterson, the floor is yours. Thank you, Brother John. I appreciate that. Thank you for having me. Good morning to everyone. Um, as he stated, my name is Andre Patterson. I, am, uh, I actually live in Austin, Texas, although my businesses are in Frisco. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll take you I'll take you through that journey real quick. Um, so uh, I was born in Houston, but primarily raised in the Dallas area in a suburb called Plano. Um, I came to Austin, went to UT, University of Texas at Austin, and basically stayed here. Um, like many people here in Austin, I uh, was hired by Dell. I'm a technologist by trade. I was at Dell for uh, 13 years. Um, moved up through the ranks and became one of the architects for Dell.com. Uh, very stressful role, but very rewarding role. I did a, a lot of international travel at that time. And that's partly why I ended up uh, leaving the company, just because I was uh, at the time starting an, a young family. Um, I am a husband and I have uh, three children. And so uh, it's, been a, it's been a journey, right? Um, now, throughout that, that time, I I also have always had the entrepreneurial spirit that's come from uh, my family in general, on my, my mom's side. Um, so I've always had what a lot of us like refer to as a side hustle, <laughs> right? There's always been some side hustle of some sort. So even when I was uh, going to school full-time and working full-time at Dell, I got into event planning and promotions, you know, with, with some friends of mine, we were doing that for a while. Um, then uh, my, my parents, they started a, uh, a math reading learning center, which is alive and well today. Um, about 18 years ago, I got involved in that from a technology perspective when we took a lot of that online. So I've always had the entrepreneurial spirit, even though I was, I was holding it down, um, you know, on the, on the home front, you know, having a, a job, right? Now, Brother John talked about uh, health and wellness, right? That this is uh, an area that has a, been a passion of mine for about 10 years. I got exposed to a product uh, about 10 years ago that opened my eyes to a whole nother way of looking at health and wellness, right? So historically we've looked at things like supplements, we've looked at uh, uh, dieting, right? You know, proper ways of eating, um, you know, we've looked at exercise, but we're starting to see now that there's a whole nother avenue of, of what they're referring to is called biohacking. Uh, it's this idea of, Turning, turning our bodies on, right? Whether that be physically, whether that's uh, photochemically, right? Um, but in essence, unlocking things that our bodies have already been able to do. This particular product exposed me to that, uh, to that idea. The product you wanna know is called ProTandem by a company called LifeVantage. Um, but that's, that's uh, a side note. The reason why I lay that out is I got exposed to a technology maybe five years ago, six years ago, called red light therapy. It's gone by different names in the past. Um, common name for it is low level laser or low level light therapy. Another name for it is cold laser. Uh, so those that are in the chiropractic world, 
um, or um, physical therapists, estheticians are familiar with red light within the context of beauty, right? So it's great for skin, uh, but the technical term for it is called photobiomodulation. So think light, life, change, right? For short PBMT. So if you go to pubmed.gov, which is the National Institute of Health website, and you type in red light or PBM therapy, you'll find thousands of white papers about this technology. The reason why that's important is uh, it was the way we got exposed to it was a friend of ours, a close friend of ours. She has an autoimmune disorder and um, we've seen her go through numbers of bouts of pain where she's been hospitalized a number of times over the years that we've known her. Um, within that year, we noticed that she was looking good. She was walking well. Um, you know, she hadn't been to the hospital that we had uh, known of. And, you know, my parents and I asked her like, you know, what, what are you doing these days? What's your doctor have you on? She told us about this red light therapy. Now that was anecdotally at first, um, but you know, as time went on, she just was looking good. And so I asked her again, she told me about it. And so I looked it up, life changed. I'm like, wait, what is this? And so I'm, I'm going down this rabbit hole. And so um, I started doing research. This, this technology has been around for 50 years. And like I told you before, I did a lot of international travel before. And so I would call around, you know, just again, anecdotal, these aren't, you know, necessarily medical professionals, but just calling colleagues around the globe and uh, asking them, like, hey, have you heard of this red light therapy stuff, right? Many of them would chuckle and they're like, yeah, we've heard of it. Uh, we've been using it a long time. Apparently you Americans like your pills. <laughs> and I said, valid, <laughs> that's valid, okay. Um, and so that sent me down this, down this path of, wow, this is, this is amazing. And so as a believer, First of all, and, and I'll, I'll fast forward as to why it's so beneficial. So red light therapy, make a long story short, when our cells are exposed to light within the frequency of red light and near infrared, which is different than far infrared, amazing things happen. A couple things that we want of note, ATP, which is kind of the, the gasoline of our cells goes way up, right? So it's great for athletic performance. It's great for energy boosts. The other more important things are things like oxidative stress, which is the damaging effects of our cells, the aging process, so to speak, that all mammals suffer from goes way down. Inflammation goes way down. So what that means is our cell's ability to heal itself goes way up, i.e. biohacking. The idea of it's not the red light that actually does the healing, it's our body that's healing itself. The red light just served as a catalyst. And so as a believer, I view that as, wait, so we're exposed to light, right? And through that light, we heal ourselves, right? And so, of course, there's so many implications as, you know, as believing, uh, you know, being a Christ follower that my family and I were just, you know, gravitated to any, you know, towards that. And so when we went down that path and really started doing more and more research, um, they're using this technology in all sorts of things, right? They're, they're using it to restore eyesight in children that have uh, macular degener degeneration. They're using it to uh, regrow teeth. They're using it to uh, address TBI, traumatic brain injuries, uh, diabetic ulcers. I mean, you go down the list. I saw all these, uh, these presentations on them presenting to the United Nations, presenting to Congress on them using red light therapy as a replacement for opiates. I mean, it's, it's absolutely amazing. Now, let's, let's throw in the, the decisiveness aspect, right? So again, entrepreneur by, by by default, by trade, um, the family and I got together and we're trying to figure out, you know, is this the business that we want to get into? 
number one. Health and wellness is not our, our background at all. Uh, like I said before, I'm a technologist and we've had experience with uh, education, but health and wellness was far from that. Um, but we sat down and when we really discussed what our mantra has been the whole time, it's really been to help people, right? That's really what, in our opinion, what Christ had called us to do as a family, was to help people. And when we got exposed to what this therapy could do, we were just floored and amazed. And being surrounded by a lot of friends and families, especially within the Black community, that were suffering from all sorts of ailments that really spoke to us, right? So we had a decision to make on that, number one. Number two, the business side of things. So when we did our research in the DFW, trying to figure out who all is doing this, uh, <laughs> Hardly anybody was doing it, right? Most of the people I talked to, including medical professionals, had never heard of it, right? Um, so I had to call around the country and just try to figure out, okay, what are people charging for this? Like, how, how do you even uh, instantiate something like this, right? We were talking to people that were charging $300 a session, and a session in our full body light pod is 15 minutes, okay? Um, we decided at that point where we said, okay, this technology, this therapy affects everybody. Sure, the, the rich and famous can, can buy these devices if they, if they so choose. But we had a decision that, you know, what were we gonna charge and what was gonna be our, our, our target audience? And at that point in time, we decided that we wanna make this affordable for everyone. That was, that was I mean, yes, when in the business of, of making money, but that was, that was a key thing. And the reason why that was really important to me is I think a lot of times, uh, you know, if I look at over the years, you know, growing up, especially as a black suburban kid, right? There's, there's different, different uh, paradigm oftentimes when you're a black kid growing up in a predominantly white area, there's a lot of uh, identity crisis things that you tend to go through. Um, uh, you know, we can talk about that over, <laughs> over breakfast or something like that, but um, one of the things that I feel that isn't stressed upon enough is uh, defining who you're going to be, defining what you're about. A lot of times it's just you're in survival mode. You're going through the motions. You're not being necessarily intentional about your actions. A lot of times it's a chain of re reactions all the time. And this is me, again, thinking back particularly on my life, right? So a lot of the, a lot of the success I've had was not a master plan, you know, not for my doing, right? Not, not me laying things out as to what am I gonna be about, right? Um, it was mainly, hey, you know, what, what's, the, what's the story of the day or what, what is it that I wanna do today? Um, and that today could be, you know, for the next couple months. And so going through this journey as an entrepreneur and really, really starting to lay down, okay, it's, it's more than just trying to build a business uh, to make money, what is it that you're about, right? What are you really on this earth to do? Yes, we know, especially me growing up in, in my Christian faith, that we're here to, to glorify God, but what does that mean from a tactical perspective, right? What does that mean in practicality? And up to that point, um, delving into the personal side of things on, on the personal side, as opposed to just the professional, um, I've been going through my own journey. Up to that point, I was probably four years in, five years in, where I was going through, like I had alluded to before, this, uh, this racial identity crisis, so to speak. This idea of, okay, um, what does it really mean to be Black in America, right? 
uh, almost a, a re-education of myself because I sure didn't get that education growing up um, in, in, the, in the traditional school systems, so to speak, even going to say UT, so on and so forth. So I was already on a discovery mode, right? Uh, of, from that perspective. And then you add in the health and wellness aspect, right? So you're going down the path of, you know, especially you know, the coronavirus was, was hitting right, right in the middle of, of our getting a, us getting our business going and everything. And uh, you're talking a lot amongst uh, fellow, you know, Black folks uh, on where they all stand in the health and wellness paradigm, right? Uh, you're going to take the vaccine, you're not going to take the vaccine. And so I say all that to say, it was really important when we were coming up with our our business, right? Yes, I wanted to make it affordable to everyone, but in particular, the second thing that I really wanted to focus on was I wanted to double down on the Black community. A lot of times when I was doing my research, the one thing when we actually opened up our business, most of the people that were coming in were not us. Part of it is the first people that came to us were the desperate folks. These are people that tried everything, right? They were in a lot of pain, a lot of folks that had different autoimmune disorders, Many of them had disorders I'd never heard of in my life, which isn't saying much because, again, I'm not a medical professional, but I can Google just like everybody else. <laughs> and uh, man, some of these, some of these were, were uh, uh, amazing as to the type of the amount of pain that they were dealing with in their life, right? But um, historically, Black folks have kind of been left out on the health and wellness side. Some of it's been intentional, right? A lot of it historically. Others have been, because of those intentional uh, affronts in the past, um, we don't trust the medical community oftentimes, right? Um, so therefore, we also are not marketed to, especially when, you, when you're talking about um, uh, alternative medicine or other ways of, of, of taking care of yourself besides throwing medications our way, right? And so at that point in time, I, you know, we decided, I was very intentional about, you know what? Although I know I'm in Frisco, Texas, I'm going to be intentional on at least exposing our people to these types of modalities. Um, and so that was, that was really important to me. And so that, at that point in time, was an epiphany to say, decisiveness is really important to, to actually make a decision, to choose and say, okay, this is where I stand. A lot of times we don't ask ourselves that question. We don't say, what do I really think about X, whatever that may be, right? And take it a step further, really do your homework, right? Do your research, talk to your friends, talk to your mentors. Do we have mentors? Those are things that I think um, sometimes people uh, have the benefit of having a mentor just take them up under their wing. Others, many of us are just going through life. <laughs> and so I, I think um, for a, a man these days, um, it's real important to uh, to put to, draw a line in the sand, right? On, on and choose. Are you are you uh, what what are you here for? What are you trying to do? And so through business and through my my personal life, um, it was kind of you know culminated into this this um, this point where I realized and said, yeah, I you know I've been making a lot of decisions recently where I'm saying yes. I'm going to be in business. Yes, I'm going to double down on the Black community. Yes, I'm going to make my price points specifically so everyone can afford them, right? And yes, I'm going to be intentional on evangelizing and being out in the, in the field to let people know about what this, this type of uh, technology can do for you, right? And so if you can apply that to a grander scheme of things, <clears throat> excuse me, 
um, that that uh, really uh, gives you a sense of accomplishment just in and of itself, whether or not you have fulfilled your, your end goal, the fact that you have settled on something and you're striving for that and you're being intentional about your movements, that alone was actually like a weight that was lifted off that I didn't realize that was there. I did not realize that um, that you know just going through life was its own stress, right? And again, you can always turn to the word and, and talk, you know, talk to your fellow brothers and sisters, but at some point in time, it's gonna come down to a personal decision, right? Um, as to what type of person you're gonna be. So, you know, with that being said, I, I tend to be long-winded, so I've been watching the time, but I, I'm very passionate about what it is um, that, that we're about. Um, and I'm very passionate about uh, our ability to be able to, to get out into the, the world and, and affect it, right? Affect it in a positive way on, uh, you know, letting people know about the technology that we have and that what we're, how we're using it. Amen, amen. Well, bro, uh, Dr. Anderson, uh, Dr. Patterson, forgive me, and I'm saying doctor, man, but uh, I know that you've gone down this uh, information. One of the biggest things, brothers, that I was gonna, that I kind of got out of this, in this focus of being decisive, what I saw Andre do, and he said multiple times that he delved into this rabbit hole. He delved into this rabbit hole. He kept on going down deeper and deeper. And part of that decisive nature, what he did is got knowledge to be decisive, right? He had a lot of things being determined how they would move forward, family decisions. And, and part of what his decision-making was is to get informed, to get informed, to get infor informed. And then uh, I start putting that together saying in that decisive, decisiveness, it was the knowledge that gave him the confidence to be decisive. And sometimes what we're doing is um, telling some of our people that are in our downline is to do it because I say do it, not necessarily because you know it, because what he ended up doing was informing us. If you look at the whole presentation, Andre really just started giving us details, 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 and then there was the confidence in it. And I'm thinking, man, I need to get this red light therapy, you know? So let's talk after this, because I want to, you know, I'm interested in doing it. But what that does, though, think about it, what it does, even to some old grumpy black men on this line, right? I, I know that's John Mack, but, but for the rest of us, that he spoke to us to a point where I'm willing to try. Why? because I was confident in the knowledge that he gave us, making me more decisive to be even more inclined to try it. And then if part of our leadership, what we need to do is making sure that one, what he said were pulled out, the intentionality, the intentionality of things, right? He was intentional. And then when you're intentional, what do you do? You will be able to, you'll be able to get a, a strategy formed and then tactics in place. That's what we do as leaders. We get the information we need, we come up with a strategy, and then we give tactics to how we're gonna execute. Decisiveness. So when somebody, when Andre tells me to go forward and turn right when you get there, I have the full confidence in him that I could be decisive because I trust him due to the fact he's done his research. And that's the same thing God is asking us to do, having decisiveness, because when the Father and the Holy Spirit speaks to us in our, in our ear and has that, that faint whisper, we don't have to second guess it, right? 
We don't have to second guess. You'll be like, why did you turn that way? Because I was told to. And my wife does that all the time. She was asking me, why? 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 Listen, I ain't got time to be doing all of that. This, this is, just follow the instructions. When I tell you to hook right, just hook right, right? Trust me. But what happens? We've, we've been decisive so long. We've done the research so much that when I do speak, it doesn't have to be any hesitation. And so God, the only thing we're doing is mimicking what the father has done. And he is the, he's not the author of confusion, right? And so now it's because we, I'm going to give you the scripture and I'm not going to over talk with Andre. Beautiful. But Andre, before we get out of here, brother, how can we yes. find out more information or get in touch with you? Especially about the red yeah, light. So, yeah, absolutely. So um, we're right in the middle, as a matter of fact, merging our services with another company as well. So we've recently moved. Um, but you can uh, go to escapepain.com and I'll put it in the chat here. Um, escape pain with an X. So instead of beginning with it, yeah. So escapepain.com. Yep. And so we've got a lot of material on there about red light therapy. We have the, the updated address, the updated phone number, um, and you can contact me through that as well. Um, but um, yeah, just, just let me know if you have any questions from that. We got you. Last scripture, gentlemen, and we go to prayer real quick. Uh, let's take note of 2 Timothy, third chapter, 16 and 17. It simply reads, all scripture is breathed out of God, out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness that the man of God may be competent, equipped for every good work. In that, that's decisiveness because we're doing our research. And once we know it, we can move with a, a, a supreme confidence. And then people behind us, with us, are decisive in what we do, right? It, you know, with anything, we need to know what we're talking about and then be about what we're talking about. And that's that part that, that everybody breathes through us. When a leader walks in the room, it is based on his knowledge and the, and really his whole continence of how he he walks in. You know, Andre came in walking real strong, real heavy. You know, because he knew what he was talking about, and then that way we can all be decisive behind it. So, with that being in mind, gentlemen, we have a group of people that are looking for our leadership, but more importantly, looking for our knowledge and making sure that we know what we're talking about. So, let's always keep that in mind. Quick prayer as we go, prayer as we go out. Heavenly Father, we come before you and just thank you for this understanding what decisiveness looks like. And that's walking in a supreme confidence based on the knowledge that you've given us. And so we thank you for uh, equipping us with even more tools to make sure that we are the leaders and the men of God that you've called us to be. Keep growing us and stretching us and making sure that we have the capacity to put new wine into a new wine skin and that we're next, it's not being in a place that old dogs don't know, know how to learn new tricks, that we always have a renewing of our mind and always relevant in this space that you have us in and leadership. So we thank you for that. Uh, we ask you to pour everything back into Andre that he's poured back into us. Father, a big blessing on his business and what his family is doing to, uh, to impact our community. So we thank you in your son, Jesus Christ's name, we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, man. I will be looking you up. Me and John coming. <laughs> we look forward to having y'all. <laughs> right, right, hey, he didn't even tell you about the breathing uh, program. It's, 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 oh, the it's, oxygen it's, therapy, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, we're when gonna you come back to Dallas. Dallas. I'll be back up there this weekend. 
All right, man, I'm gonna look for you. Hey, Johnny. Yes, sir. We need to hook him up with Dr. Brad. This is something Dr. Brad definitely hook him up with Dr. Yes, Brad. yes. For sure. Man, right. I look forward to meeting you in person. Likewise, hey, thanks for having me, Jim. Right I appreciate it. Get you some treatment. Good. Yeah, I'm gonna bring my little brother Reggie. That's right. <laughs> he look like he needs some. Hey, that's my big brother Reggie. I'm talking about my little brother. <laughs> yeah, because that's right. You, I got you. You about 10 the architect. <laughs> yeah, architect. Oh, little Reggie. Oh, Reg. <laughs> well, you give him some more of that oxygen. He might be Benjamin Buttons too. <laughs> oh yeah, that's what I'm trying to get. Gray <laughs> hair reversal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, y'all. Yeah,